Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Alright, sit on my lap, Billy. I got a story to tell. The year was 2020, and not a single roll of toilet paper was available anywhere. I knew this one guy, he would take cardboard boxes and he would mash them up and squeeze them as hard as he could to try to make them soft. And it still wasn't soft at all. And that's why Grandpa Tim has to keep his entire garage. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey. Hello, Jimmy. Hello. 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 How's it going? Is anybody there? Hey, knock, knock. Caesar. <laughs> Who? Ah! <laughs> what? What? Hello. Jimmy. Hey, bud. Jim, hey. Are you alive? Do you still, are you, are you alive? Have you been able to quarantine yourself sufficiently? I'm still quarantined. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm still here. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not livid. Yep, same old, same old. Still definitely not talking to anyone, not interacting with the general public. Yep. Yep, that's life. <sighs> I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, I mean, on one hand, it's pretty cool. <laughs> How have you been since last time, Jimmy? How long has it been? Months? One whole week. <laughs> Years. A long, it, it's, long it's weird time. how quickly the human psyche adapts to its environment. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this whole thing just happened, but I also feel like it's been going on for the last, like, as long as I can remember. Yeah. Feels like this is just life now. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I, I think it feels like it's just life now. Just yeah. It's how the way things are always going to be. And. Uh, and now everybody's just got this permanent six foot bubble around them. Yeah. You know, people, you know, now I don't have to worry about black people thinking I'm racist when I cross the street. Now <laughs> they think it's coronavirus, but really <laughs> I'm not scared of the coronavirus. I'm just scared of black people. Yeah. Uh, and, and no, I got that part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, if anything, actually it has the opposite effect of just like, you know, normally I try to keep distance because my dog's an asshole and it barks at people. But now it's just accepted that you're going to keep a distance. So my dog hasn't been barking at people. So that's actually been nice that yeah. the the forest bubble, everyone's so far away that the dog doesn't care. So that's that's good. That's important. Does your dog check in with you whenever you're walking up to somebody like, hey, why are we not getting close to that person? Is it? This is weird. Usually we get close, and then when we get close, I bark at them. You know, fortunately, no, no, she she hasn't been doing yeah, not that. Even, no, no realization, no, no, no self actualization like, oh, for the draw. It's like, oh, we're crossing the street now for no foreseen reason. Okay, fine, I get cool crossing, Very well. and we're crossing back. All right, this is uh, whatever. Good, <laughs> good smells there. Good smells yeah. here. Good smells it, everywhere. This is the way it should be. Let's just do this for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't have any problem with this. Uh, yeah, things are things are going pretty good on my end too. I uh, I am gonna be. Uh, well, I see. How many do I have? Let's An see, uncle. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is gonna be uncle seven times over. Wow, dude. Yeah. So there you go. My yeah, my sisters. Uh, my sister and brother-in-law are having their first. Cool. 
Yeah, it's pretty neat. They're going to make good parents. Yay! They're good people. Um, man, it really must suck having a, a you know, knowing that you're going to have a child in the midst of all this shit. Yeah. Like, like apart from just, like, uh, the whole, like, quarantine coronavirus mess, but also the four more years of Trump presidency, you know, that's going to suck. Yeah. For a child to be born into that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> or it could be, I don't know, maybe this is the Green Party's year. You never no, know. No, they're not going to win. <laughs> I'm not voting for them because I think they're going to win. Yeah, it's it's complicated. It's Yeah, it's a protest vote. It's... Or whatever you call yeah, it. I, I guess know. it's that too. The, the, I'm definitely not voting for uh, mainstay... Yep. Uh, what would you call them? Establishment Democrats? Yep. Is that what it was? Uh, corporate establishment. You take your pick. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. Whatever. Everybody you want. knows what you're talking about. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Can't make me. Yeah. Hey, man, Bernie's still running. Yeah, I mean, at this point, the, our only hope is that Biden has a. You know, I don't wish bad things on anybody. You know, but you mm-hmm. know, if Biden was ever die. going to choose to die. Now would be uh-huh. the time. <laughs> oh man, he catches like coronavirus. If uh, if he catches coronavirus, then at the very least, that virus's approval rating, in my opinion, will skyrocket, and I will vote for coronavirus for the next presidential election what, for killing Joe Biden. Yeah. What? The, wait, even if Bernie gets the ticket, you'll still vote for coronavirus just because it be killed split, Biden. Split, it'd be a split decision because the coronavirus is doing me a lot of favors right out of the gate. You know. <laughs> It's basically like being like, hey, look, I know you didn't pay for this, but it's what you wanted. I'm like, man, yeah, it is. Like, I mean, it, at, at free 99 killing of a politician I didn't like was pretty awesome. Yeah. I think of, I, 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 owe, I feel like I owe something. You know, I feel like there's, there's a little bit of a reciprocity that needs to occur after something like that. Well, um, but, but I like Bernie. I mean, Bernie's still a close second. Close to, second. <laughs> to coronavirus in the instance that they're both running, you know. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh uh, yeah. Um let's see what else is going on. Man, I tried to lay out a budget today. That's pretty lame. Yeah. I line by line, I was just like, mm, here we I'm go. Gonna spend We're gonna fucking do it. This much on food. Yeah. Well I was I was going based on what we had already spent. We spent on this yeah. much on food. We spend this much on food. So it's instead of it like being a restriction, it's more like we need to know where our money's going because yeah, yeah. we're being like shitheads. And I mean, like we, we're not we're not so bad that we're just like, oh fuck it, steak every night, man. Like yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, we definitely haven't been watching as close as we could have. So we need to get our shit on the road. But yeah, get it all in order. Tighten your belts. Tighten our yeah, we gotta tighten our belts up a little bit. Yeah, Ugh. no one likes that. Everybody tighten your belt. Ugh. Man, we uh, looks like you sent a bunch of stories. So let's see what we got here. Oh man, okay. Medical fetish site donates entire stock of scrubs. That's nice. Uh, I would think that Wait. the quality of the scrubs would be a little lower. They probably just use the exact same ones. Just probably just. Whatever scrub retail, I would think. Oh, you don't think they're made out of like uh, a like paper thin material that's meant to be like ripped off with someone's teeth? 
I mean, now that you say that, now I don't know. Yeah, few, the few sets of scrubs that it had. I, it, uh, wow. Yeah, like, but the thing is, like, how much semen do you think's on the scrubs? I mean, <laughs> it's like, were they sending used ones, or do they just like by chance have some like uh, new ones that were laying around yeah. that they could donate? This is this is actually the only product that we accept returns on. It's uh, kind of fortuitous that you guys would need more scrubs. <laughs> we definitely can provide those for you. <laughs> Uh, would you like crusty or extra crusty? <laughs> yeah, these ones stand up on their stock. own. Would you like yeah. these self-standing scrubs? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's awesome. Hey, you know that's that's why people have um, those kinds of of fetishes because in the instance that our world is being torn apart, ravaged by a pandemic, their fetishes come into play as a practical usage. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's uh, that's some biological shit. I don't know. Uh, Let's see. Christian pastor announces blowout church service in defiance of lockdown orders. Man, that guy looks stupid. (laughs) Yeah. He's wearing a bolo tie. Yeah. Uh, Right-wing evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. And, like, the way he holds his mouth, you can't see any of his teeth, so I can only assume he's toothless. Yeah. Yeah. Like who? Yeah, that's the sound I imagine he's making. Like who talks like that, just cu- covering up all their teeth with their Somebody mouth, trying to convince all their kind to, to contract. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. We're gonna hold an outdoor Easter blowout service, not online. A national gathering, come from all over. We're gonna lift up Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh! So cool. Uh, Good. I hope his entire congregation fucking dies. <laughs> I hope everybody that's stupid enough to do that just gets wiped off the fucking map. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, I think on the scales of, you know, people that are 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 following all the right protocols, staying at home, only mm-hmm. going out when they absolutely have to, and getting food, the fact that those people have a chance of getting sick, you know, and ultimately dying because of coronavirus when you have people that just so blatantly don't give a fuck it's like why do y'all deserve to live mm-hmm. yeah i don't think they do but we all know that <laughs> you made mistakes we all know that the world is not a just place so they'll probably all be fine oh lovely they have yeah. they have stupid stupidity defense shields if you have if you're dumb enough you can just dodge bullets walk mm-hmm. walk through lava Drunks and babies. Yeah, drunks and babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these people are all drunk with the Holy Spirit. I don't know. <laughs> Spirit comes from a baby. That's right. Comes from a baby, baby. Jesus. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> rip that baby open, and you gotta transubstantiate the shit out of that baby's corpse, and you eat it. <laughs> Something like that. I like it, right? Yeah, it's more of a Catholic thing. It was yeah, like, that's uh, true. Because we both grew up Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I hate you so much. I just they can't work that into our conversations enough, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, why? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You're actually a druid, right? <laughs> I did. I did dabble a minute. 
dabbled. I dabbled in druidism. <laughs> yeah. We worship the trees or something. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't actually know they, like uh, real druids. Just like the fantasy ones. No one knows real druids. There's yeah. not. There's not anything real to go off of. I mean, they're all dead, and they didn't write down much. Do we want to talk about all five? I have six up. What's the six that you have? GameStop, and please wrap your hands in plastic bags and go back to work. Oh, that sounds funny. Wrap your hands in plastic bags, go to work. Uh, wrap one hand in plastic bag to accept payments at the door. Uh, okay, yeah, I uh, I actually tried to apply to be a GameStop employee at one point. Oh, okay, yeah, they're gonna say I, recently. I was like, Tim, no, <laughs> no, 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 not recently. I, this was uh, this was right out of college. Actually, oh, okay. I was just like, I was just trying to get yeah. a get a You're job. Like, I need a job. Um, I like games. Yeah. Yeah, I just walked up, you know, and give it a go. And uh, man, I I am I'm glad I didn't get that job because I am certainly not dedicated enough to playing games to have the necessary knowledge to be able to talk with people on a daily basis about that kind of thing. I just can't do it. You can't do it. I just I'm not I'm not dedicated enough. I, I I'm not a high enough quality worker. Also, that and they were paying like ten dollars an hour. Oh, yeah, they pay them dog shit. And, and they have like this the most ridiculous hours. And the person who was the manager was like I, I don't know she was she was much younger than i was and she talked in incomplete sentences and cursed all the time and i was just like what the fuck is going that's on that's what here? happens if you work at gamestop too long way overdressed yeah well i mean she was very personable i was like okay well you, you seem like a cool person to, she's like, yeah you want to hit this blunt and i'm like oh, i don't know if that's i don't know idea. if that's good aren't you on the clock <laughs> yeah what are you a wimpy bitch yeah, you're not on the clock yeah. <laughs> you're here for this job interview I yeah, gotta make sure you're cool first. Expect. Yeah, <laughs> don't you know anything about video games? <laughs> oh, I thought I did. I thought I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Critique of the Gothic program. Go, go educate yourself and stuff. The critique of the Gothic program. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Uh, it is a. Uh, so most. Prolifically, it discussed the uh, uh, a change in the wage system in which people would no longer be paid a ubiquitous currency because that ultimately leads way to people stockpiling the currency or uh, or uh, consolidating it in a way that you get billionaires uh, harms harms the general populace. Yeah. yeah. So so instead, you have labor credits that are only given to people if they do legitimate work, which of course. You know, how do you define yeah, legitimate that was work? My first immediate question: What's legitimate work mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, it would have to be things like essential functions. What do you mean, like GameStop? <laughs> is that what you mean? You mean like somebody who works in an aluminum factory? My brother is a, is an essential laborer, uh, and they're gonna they're gonna work them until they die. <laughs> and the I way they say, should. They, I mean, I guess. I mean, they 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 put it as though um, they're a, an essential part of the food. Because uh, I food cause infrastructure. We eat well, I mean, like we drink beer. I guess I don't know, but I mean, seriously, it's like it's not essential. It's really not essential. But there are people that are making so much fucking money off of that company being open that they just can't sit on all of the means of that pr- all all the means of production of that particular company. Right. It just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense, right? But with the Gotha 
critique. Wait, how's that? How's he critique? How does that uh, apply to what you want? Uh, well, I guess it basically just changes the way in which people are compensated uh, from using a ubiquitous currency to something that can only be utilized if people are doing... So, so basically, it eliminates the pro- possibility of making money for money. Uh, so, like, there's, there's, like, no stock exchange, uh, you know, there's, there's no loans, uh, there's, there's no banking institution, mm-hmm. uh, all of that just flies right out of the window. Um, which, of course, you know, a lot of people would be like, well, how do I get enough money to buy a house? And I was like, well, I mean, like, if you only receive labor credits for your money, then chances are only the people that would be legitimately working would be the people that would be allowed to buy things. Right. And everybody else who, who would not be stockpiling uh, you know, like right. uh, renters of uh, well, you so know, basic, like massive amounts of right. real estate. So basically, it would make it to where only people that are doing work and whatever you know you want to define work is would be receiving these labor credits, where you couldn't just make your living off of being a part of the rentier class of just owning properties and renting it out. Like you couldn't, that wouldn't be a way to get these labor credits, right? Yeah, I like think you that's can't a general be a rentor. Idea. You mm-hmm. can't make your living off of dividends. You can't make your living off of the interest on the money that you lend out to people so they can buy homes. You basically have to do air quotes legit labor in order to get mm-hmm. you know labor credits to buy things. Yeah, but what's stopping someone from using labor credits? The labor credits into a currency unto itself uh possibly because they would be attached to the individual person with which they were given uh so you can't necessarily uh consolidate labor credits that are not yours yeah you can only you can cash them in at which point they cease to exist yeah so it's it's basically like you know like there there are a whole there's a community of people out there that will accept labor credits for goods and services and then once they accept that, the business is done. They don't ultimately take those labor credits and then use them to procure more business. And just because I'm curious, so how would uh, something like... You're, you're, you're getting far beyond my expertise oh, here, but it Jimmy. Sounds I'm going to warn you. So I can, from this point on, I can, <laughs> I can posture with you, but... As far as like the actual doctrine is concerned, I can't. You can't post <laughs> something super fascinating like that and just leave me dry. It, it's just like a fucking strip show fucking tease over here for me. Ooh, it's just yeah. like, ooh. ooh, here's a little idea you've never heard of before. Like, oh, really? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you like, well, okay. you like that? Well, you like the way that looks? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, oh, so what's the next part? I mean, like, I, well, I, so we, we can at least talk about I mean, it. You know, as someone that does air quotes legit labor, you know, I like the idea of having a society focused around workers. I mean, that's most of all my entire philosophy is as far as politics is trying to make society work better for workers. Because Mm -hmm. as of right now, all of society, you know, works to the benefit of the owners, you know, people that own property people that own stocks uh 90 plus percent of the stocks is owned by less than 10 percent of the population yada yada blah 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 blah. so everything you're saying sounds fascinating but then what i was going to get to 
is so as far as production side, I mean, is there like some kind of co-op socialist kind of ideology of, you know, the workers are also the owners where everything's a co-op. And since everyone is both a manager, and that's why like a lot of like the co-op philosophy is, is that every employee is also a manager and all decisions are made as a group. And so mm-hmm. since uh, you know you're going, you're only going to be a manager for a limited amount of time and be cycled through back to an employee. So then, since you're you're in that position, you make sure to, as a manager that the employee position is only going to get so bad. You're not going to make it into a shit fuck position that no one wants to do because you're going to be an employee again. You know, you're only. It's kind of like you elect your uh, whatever your political officials. You're only you're only a part-time manager, but you're also a part-time employee and you do both. So you want to make sure both aren't shit, right? You follow me so far? Say, say, say that last part again. If you, Tim, were, mm-hmm. you know, in a co-op, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you make decisions as a group uh, collectively, mm-hmm. like when this co-op of the decisions for the company and how it goes and yada, yada, yada. We could talk, you know, more about how big the company is. Maybe you even have to elect representatives to represent you or whatever to make decisions i'm not completely certain i've never really worked for a co-op but just from what i've read about but ultimately within co-ops the managers are also the employees like they've yeah not all of them but a lot of them they've gotten rid of the divide mm-hmm. between manager and employee uh either yes. completely um or where managers are only performing the role of a manager for a limited period of time before they go back and yeah. perform an employee role there's a rotating exactly. position yeah and mm-hmm. so it ensures the managers people in the managerial roles never to make the employee role that shitty so yeah. with all of that that's important which is mm-hmm. important i would say uh, with with all that in mind, like does the Gotha whatever system that you're talking about, does it envision the workplace like that? Does it like does it set a precedent of like how the workplace would work? Because if the workplace doesn't work within a co-op system, and you're not having you know the accumulation of wealth, I don't see how anyone would ever get into a position with their employee credits to ever get into a place to start a business of their own. So the the idea as far as the Gotha program is concerned is not nuanced enough to address all of those things but there have been some people that have taken the idea of labor vouchers and have developed it into something that would be more uh well adapted to something like a hierarchical workplace okay um of which i don't think it would necessarily be possible although you would in some of these instances be compensated variably depending on the sacrifice that you are dedicating to whatever said work. Um, and I, I think that that's where it kind of, you know, the, the devil's in the details. Like, how do you know that uh, these uh, administrations are correctly describing each of these, um, you know, each each of these job descriptions uh, according to what it should be compensated as? Right. Uh, because I, I know that the general idea, at least in our capitalist model, is that people who are managers are in leadership positions uh, ought to be compensated uh, sometimes many times more than the average literal worker, yeah. somebody who's who's doing the labor, um, which I think is only true in a capitalist market whenever you pose that person as a foreman, someone who is effectively 
you know, watching over the masses of people who are doing legitimate work and encouraging them to continue to do work, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, at least according to the owners, at those laborers' deficit right. uh, so that they will continue to strive for uh, positions of power or capitalist gain. Right. And through that carrot and stick kind of um, mentality, you convince people to do things that are not in their best benefit. Um, so here, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I guess you you technically would need that. There would be no incentive per se uh, to do that, aside from from having a position that would uh be more lucrative if you could if you could use lucrative correctly here in the acquisition of labor credits right i don't know i mean i guess it really depends on what you can you know how you can use the labor credits yeah uh because if if you can use the labor credits in order to expand a um a, a power divide which is already apparent in the workplace then you have capitalism all over again so yeah. you effectively have to ensure that that's not going to happen and then there's also the question of where do the labor credits come from? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like any other currency. Like I mean, from like the Federal Reserve? Federal Reserve would just start cranking out labor yeah. credits instead of dollar bills? Well, I mean, that's that's effectively what we have right now. I mean, like, what, what's what's our money backed by? Guns. Uh, I mean, it, what'd guns? you say? Guns. <laughs> more guns than everyone else, so people take our money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's a good point. You, you basically just uh, strong arm tactics people into doing business with you. You know, uh, gun, what is it? Gunboat tactics? <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, we're just we're just pulling that uh, the age old uh, no, sun never sets on the uh, the United States Empire. Yeah, thing. pretty much. That's crazy. Damn. Well, sorry, I didn't mean to drag us down that hole. I was just I just never heard of that before, so I was curious. No, it, it's cool. It's really a fascinating thing. Yeah, you should you should check it out. Yeah, it's check it out. Pretty neat, yeah, man. Hey, have you ever heard of uh, participatory economics or or Paracon? Nope. Does it uh, relate re- relate to the Gerta? Uh, yeah, it was it was uh, referenced, uh, you know, near the end of the description of of labor vouchers. Yeah, okay. So it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, like it's it. It's kind of like one of those like uh, hindsight bias things. Uh, it seems like, well, yeah, duh. Like, <laughs> it's like it, don't make people do what they don't want to do, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> if people don't like, want like, to yeah, do yeah. something, don't make them do it. Don't make them do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yep. And it's like, yeah. I mean, I feel like in a sane world, that makes sense, right? And then if no one wants mm-hmm. to do a specific job, we could all get around a table Didn't. and go and think, why does no one want to do this job? Is it because it's dangerous yeah. and people are dying? Let's make the job less dangerous and then maybe people will do it. <laughs> or, or, I mean, that's the instance that like uh, labor vouchers would come into play and you could be like, hey, can we just offer like double labor vouchers for that yeah. particular position? And then somebody's going to be like, oh, what? You know, like extra remuneration for that particular position? I'll take I'll it. it. Like. I'll be the I'll be the rich man that the waste management guy was always meant to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of our fucked up system where the shittiest jobs are also the worst paying jobs. Yeah. Like, what is this fucking hell world? <laughs> well, you only have that in which you you have like a um, 
uh, disenfranchised minorities yeah, that exactly. are you know have no other way to go about black life and brown than people. just to accept whatever's thrown at them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, thank God we have all these black and brown people to do these jobs literally no one wants to do. Yeah, I I, I can just like hear some kind of like uh, conservative move somewhere else. Yeah, just go find another job. There's lots of jobs out there. <laughs> lots of jobs for people. Uh, let like, me tell you an anecdote. I know this one guy who knows another guy who knows this other guy who runs yeah. a factory, and they're just trying to find good workers, and they can't find them. Yeah, they're just trying. And also, that guy is a brown person. Yeah, that I mentioned. Yeah, you know, they're all they all can be successful yeah. if they are hard workers, <laughs> but they're just not hard. And workers. he even makes more money than me, and I'm white, so that means something. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> now it applies across the board because I found one example. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Oh wow! That guy has a point. Yeah, yeah. Give that guy a labor voucher. Give that guy a labor voucher. <laughs> You can't spend it on the means of production, dude. <laughs> nice. well, that's what I want. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, sorry, man. Everybody owns that. Like, well, I want to own it with just me. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? What? What? What benefit is that? Well, that means that I get to make money off of it. Nobody else. That's does. exactly why you can't have it. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. Why would you want that? That that that's not that's not, not nice. Cool. That's not ethical, man. Well, we can hope for it one day. One day. That's gonna come out tomorrow. Cool. Wow, are we actually gonna do like a legit normal show where we like introduce it and do stories? I don't. I mean, yeah, if you want to, why not? <laughs> I mean, it'll be like the good, the old, good old days, days before coronavirus. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll actually introduce it. Uh, hey, oh, everyone. Shit. My name is Jimmy. Wait. No, I, I say the show for You fucked it up. It's been so long. Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My <laughs> name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode. We're actually introducing it today. Yeah. Trying something a little bit new. Trying something old, but we haven't... Yeah, it's actually something old that is it's... new. Something ye olden days Cynic Empowerment would have done. Something old, like Woodstock. Yeah. You remember Woodstock, Jimmy? <laughs> I remember it like it was only yesterday. You yeah, had that one guy with the one music and the hippies, and everyone was smoking it pot. Was hippies. We all thought it was going to be the the counterculture's main movement, and everybody was going to be different. Their minds would be open to each other's opinions, and the love would flow freely but instead the government shot a bunch of students and everyone was too scared to do anything afterwards is that how it went down okay so everybody out there that actually lives through woodstock can you guys like let us know what's up like why why did that not work out why is it now just sequestered out in the desert every year at burning man like why did the counterculture movement stop i think there's a lot of reasons you niche. got the FBI, you got yeah. Reagan, you got... Yeah. You got cults. I mean, there were some cults that popped yeah, up around that time. some cults that made it look bad, and, you know, if mm-hmm. you read certain things, you know, the FBI might have even been involved in that with uh, Charles Manson, oh, yeah. so... Oh, yeah, and the CIA pulling some yeah. shit... So uh, they were they were doing the whole like uh, what what was the program in which they they gave people oh, LSD un- unbeknownst right to them? Now. 
Yeah, the CIA pulled some some stupid shit. Uh, which I'm sure even saying that, like they're probably recording us right now. The problem, Who knows? They're still doing stupid shit. The only reason why we know all the stupid yeah. shit they did then is because the documents have been released because we're fortunate enough to have laws on the books that say after X time we get to read the shit unless it deals with the Kennedy assassination for whatever reason we don't get to read that and we also don't get to <laughs> don't read, read the shit about aliens. Yep. Oh man, but I really want to read that shit yeah. about aliens. Then it'll explain to me what happened to this guy's teeth. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh. I don't know what that has to do. With it. Maybe, maybe he got beamed up and they like pulled all his hey. teeth out of his head. So we're looking at the awful face of uh, Rodney Howard That's... Brown. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. always split on when I like make fun on someone based on their appearance because you know there's probably a perfectly decent person out there that looks just like this. But Rodney mm-hmm. Howard Brown is a piece of shit, so we're going to make fun of the way he looks anyways. And if you happen to look like this, I'm sorry. We're not making fun of you. Yeah. We're uniquely making fun of Rodney Howard Brown. Yeah, we've discussed this before, and I think it's one of those principles where the personality of the individual makes them uglier, oh, yeah. you know, based on their actions. And this guy is also wearing a bolo tie, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck who you are. You could be the most beautiful <laughs> son of a bitch in the world, and uh... if you're wearing a bolo tie... You get automatic five points knocked just off. Just five. Like wait, we're, uh, like we're five. Talking about, is, this is a standard. A, this is a standard ten point. Okay, I system. thought it was like a like maybe a zero to a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so if you are if you are an average looking person and don't fool yourself, you're an average looking yeah, person. Like if you're listening to this, chances are average. you're Sorry. an average looking. <laughs> <you're, laughs> well, I mean, well, yeah, I guess I mean that's the nature of our podcast. Uh, no, Jimmy, our listeners are the most beautiful I mean, fucks I, around. Unless, of course, you're our significant others and you're above average. You're like evening it out. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Thanks for doing the, <laughs> the Lord's work. <laughs> or our, or, yeah, this guy or our parents, and you're bringing it way up. Wait. He's in the negatives. Yeah. Like, I mean, not not necessarily because of his looks, but because of what he's done in his Okay, so there's a couple things. There's actually there's a lot of things. Uh, you know, uh, random pictures taken during an interview or whatever usually aren't flattering. Like, if you go on YouTube and watch Joe Rogan or literally any interview show, a, a podcast, whatever, and you randomly pause the video, person's gonna look dumb as fuck ninety nine percent of the time. That just goes without oh, saying. Yeah. Their eyes are going to be half closed, whatever. This guy, I don't know how he's holding his mouth. I've never listened to this person speak before, but somehow he's holding his mouth in a way where even though his mouth is Pac-Man wide open, you can't see any of his teeth. And I don't know. And he's not an old he's man. He's not an old man. He's like at most like 38, 42. At the, but you can't see any of his fucking teeth because he's like curling his yeah. lip in around his mouth while it looks like shout talking. Probably because he's getting ready to say, like, everybody come to church on Sunday. We got Easter blowout service. We want everybody to be there. It's a national gathering. We're going to praise our Lord and Savior, Satan. I mean, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Everybody come on over and we definitely won't drink Kool-Aid together. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This this guy's holding a big old party. For he Easter. says it's gonna be like Woodstock, Easter Woodstock. So Woodstock. Uh, that sounds like the lamest <laughs> yeah, Woodstock. <exactly. laughs> Replaced all the drugs and naked women with uh, Easter bunnies and uh, plastic uh, candy filled eggs. How about that? How about that? Why Easter bunnies? What's up with that? It's a pagan fertility 
thing. I, well, I mean, I, I understand why it's related to fertility, but geez, why, why, why can't the Christians get their own fucking symbolism? Like, why do they got to steal other people's stuff? It's not fair. I, my, my right? Like, I mean, like, they're just using it as like a quippy little, uh, like, uh, capitalist sales tactic. It's just like, oh, look, everything's like pastel colored. And then there's a bunny that lays out chicken eggs. Like, what? That doesn't even make sense. But is that even, is that is even like the Christian's fault or is that just capitalism's fault for trying to sell us more shit? It's really hard for me to differentiate between the two these days. Uh, because I, I kind of like rep- see them as represented from the same kind of like unthinking mob. Like the people that are perpetuating this are also the people who are the most religiously devout. Yeah, there's probably some solid like, overlap. Yeah, I don't know. Not that everyone is. I mean, like, I'm sure that there are some good Christians out there. Uh, you know, some people who are legitimately trying to I don't do good. Know. Yeah, let's say you're trying to do good, but even then, you're falling pretty far short. Let's let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah, you're 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 not you're not gonna overcome uh, some kind of a crazy pandemic virus just because you believe that you <laughs> <Yeah>. can. <laughs> no. It's just like a hard well, that truth. Goes You're going to die. We all know that, that Rodney Howard Brown isn't trying hard at all, and he's he's an absolute piece of shit. Yeah, so this guy, he, he was trying to hold this uh, giant uh, Woodstock-style event, and because of it, he was uh, he has been arrested as of what day is this march 31st and charged with unlawful assembly and violating health emergency rules both second Mm -hmm. degree misdemeanors Mm -hmm. so um i mean i guess that's good you have someone trying to put a bunch of people in danger at the time of uh it's like you know don't yell fire in a crowded movie theater don't scream Mm -hmm. party during a pandemic you know there's just yeah. certain things should be off the table. Yeah, I mean, I guess his thought process was something along the lines of like, well, if nobody else is having church, then I'm going to steal people from everybody else's yeah. congregation. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be the best. Like, he didn't think through it any more than that. He's just like, wait a second, how many churches are, are, are not holding service? Oh, oh all, all the churches? All the churches aren't holding service? Hmm, that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that aren't going to church on Easter Sunday. Wait a second, what I could do? I could have church on Easter Sunday, and then everybody would come to my church. You know, it's just like this guy is just like, these gears are like totally seized up. Just like, (laughs) think about it, man. Think about it for a quick second. There's too many people. Yeah, I feel like there's maybe some of that. I also feel like there's something of uh, like the hyper religious uh, Christians. believing that Christians are somehow the most persecuted people in the United States of America while absolutely yeah. not being the most persecuted. And so mm-hmm. being like, oh, well, I know I'm not supposed to say this, but I'm going to say this. And then if someone says I'm not supposed to say this and I get punished for it, they're actually the devil. And the devil is mm-hmm. persecuting me for doing the right yeah. thing. And he's yeah, evil and wrong. Yeah, self-ascribed... Yeah, self-ascribed martyrdom is a is a big exactly. thing. And he's if you like, he's like if making you himself be into like, a martyr by just doing the mm-hmm. stupidest fucking shit ever. Yeah, it's like I'm. He's like I'm being oppressed in a country that should afford me the right to be able to hold an assembly and uh, allow me the freedom to worship 
however I choose a la First Amendment. Right. Uh, but and, uh, and you should be able to do. A he's list totally. You got it totally right when you were talking about the crowded movie theater and shouting fire. Like, there's a lot of people who are going to get trampled in this mess. Yeah. So, in their lungs, you have. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to need a ventilator and there's not going to be one. Uh, that's exactly what's going to happen. And this guy is wantonly putting people in danger. And, and maybe it is because he legitimately believes. Like, I don't know whether to praise people for that, just to be like, man, like you are dedicated as fuck. That is awesome that you have that kind of tenacity to even in the face of a pandemic claim that, you know, your your deity is going to shelter you from the ills of the virus. Like fascinating. Also stupid, which is where you gotta be pragmatic and say that, you know, there's there's an end to this. Like you you can you can play your game as long as you're not going to drag other people uh, down this this uh, sick hole with you. And as soon as that begins, you you got to step in, right? I mean, like otherwise you're 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 committing a uh, you're you're committing a sin. You know, you're committing the sin of omission. Yeah. You know, as they call it. You know, it's like by standing by and doing nothing, you're a neglectful person that could otherwise step into a situation that you see is absolutely uh, and uh, undeniably wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 Enjoy that fun when everybody's going to concerts and and in sporting events and all the other things that they do to entertain their adult minds. Like that's 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 all up to you guys. Like whatever between consenting adults, that's fine. Just like don't drag a bunch of uh, of innocent minds into this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe people should be uh, able to choose what they want to do with their life, but. As soon as enough people are like, I think it's best for me to have coronavirus. And it's like, whoa, well, that's going to affect a lot more people than just you. Because you can't you can't choose whether or not to contract yep. that or give it to someone else. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this just goes to show that when it comes to, you know, certain parts of society that are... Because when the coronavirus first started, the New York Times and other, you know, uh, American publications were making fun of the, you know, communist like Mao restrictions they were putting on people in China to prevent the disease and how you could never, ever do something like that in the West because we value freedom and personal liberties and rights. And that's why we're superior and they're dumb. But, you know, mm -hmm. fast forward two weeks later and in the midst of us in a, uh, a pandemic, you know, we're implementing a lot of the same things right and uh, yeah. arresting pastors for trying to throw huge events so i don't know i mean i you you know i i really respect uh the good old uh benjamin franklin line of i basically i i pity the person that would give up a little freedom for uh security and a person that does that deserves neither you know freedom nor yeah. security but at the same time mm -hmm. i don't Think, I mean, I guess the Founding Fathers probably had a vague notion of what the plague was, but they didn't have to deal with that shit. They had to make those kinds of decisions back in 7076. Mm -hmm. 
Was it, it there was either um uh Jefferson or John Locke uh that I think had had the the big that that was a response to one of them, wasn't oh, it? Oh, probably. Where where they were they were saying it's like in order to um you you need to give up some of your freedoms in order to preserve the rest. Oh, yeah. Um which I mean does it makes it makes yeah, sense here and I don't necessarily agree with agree with that like the context is really yeah exactly because if you know if you scrub back the whole you know pandemic thing uh preventing the assembly of a of a privately held religious group uh is a huge no no like i mean that's that's a human rights issue all over the place but it's beyond that like you can't just sit out there and have fun like this and it's exactly what religion is it's 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 fun playtime for adults (laughs) like you you can't just let people be out there like willy nilly like I'm a good person because I came to this this, this community uh you know event center and I'm sitting on this uncomfortable wooden seat while some guy yells at yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> that it doesn't have any teeth seemingly. He doesn't have any teeth and he's wearing a goddamn bolo tie. Yeah, incredible. It's gross. He's he's probably like a negative two on the scale of one to ten. Yeah. It's the bolo tie. Just take it off, man. You'd almost be average. Yeah, almost. Uh, mm. And for those of you that, that aren't average, you know, there's always uh, fetishes. Wait, silver uh, lining. We haven't been doing oh, yeah, those. Yeah. We should do Good it. point. We need to do silver lining. Sorry we're letting you guys down. The, that's just that's kind of how it is. We just, we just run and run and run and run and run and go and go. Uh, so silver lining here, uh, I feel like that's pretty obvious. Like the dude got arrested. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Maybe it's a message. You know, maybe uh, other pastors will think twice before wantonly endangering their congregation. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully his congregation loses all faith in him. But we all know that will never happen. But speaking of fetishes... Wait, what was the segue? (laughs) I don't fucking know. There's a medical fetish thing. It's pretty interesting. (laughs) Like, I've never really... I I don't know. I kind of get it. Like, a part of me is like, oh, yeah. Sexy nurse outfit or something, you know that kind of that kind of makes sense. Uh, but like scrubbing up, like all the way up, like the, I don't know, is it that, that's not really sexy, right? Like they're wearing scrubs because they're easily washable in the instance that they're working with sick people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really get the medical fetish. Like, uh, uh, yeah, everything about doctors' offices and or hospitals are mm-hmm. not. It's not a turn on. I was gonna put it that way. <laughs> I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm in dangerous. Uh, I'm. I'm treading thin ice when it comes to the yum yucking rule that we have. Wait. Like I. I definitely Are am not yucking? gonna yuck anybody's yums. Well, I was. I'm, I was kind of like, eh. You know, like I don't really get the whole scrub. Was thing. I yucking? Hey, uh, no. You're allowed to just because you don't. You're allowed to not like things. Mm-hmm. You can say why you don't like them. I'm just saying, you know, like I, I'm, I'll, I'll be a little careful. I'm not gonna be like, you guys are stupid for having scrub <laughs> fetishes. You like something I don't like. That means you're dumb. Yeah, and stupid. If you like things yeah. I like. That means you're smart. Yeah, <laughs> that's a uh, sound reasoning. Uh, so the interesting part about this story. This medical fetish site, I, I don't even know if they have, like, what would stereotypically be described as scrubs, right? The the material that they're using is 
almost certain. I mean, it doesn't necessarily, I don't think it says, yeah, it doesn't say exactly what they're made out of, but like any other type of costume, the material that is composing that outfit is certain to be of a lower quality than that which is used in a in a medical field typically, right? So it's like paper. They're wearing like a like a paper outfit. Like there's a doctor probably rolling in, putting on some some paper like crusty scrubs from a fetish porn site. Yeah. Uh, just being like, man, I guess this is me now. Like coronavirus and crusty paper scrubs. This is my life. Thank God. Is this, this is just how it is? But the medical site they donated their entire stock of these crusty scrubs. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty awesome. Like, good on them. Yeah, they're doing more than that, me, I guess. That's killer. Well, I mean, it's interesting that they had so many on hand. They say a few, but I bet it was in the hundreds. <laughs> I bet I bet they at least had like a bajillion of oh, them. Oh, yeah, we go through about 20 a scene, so, you know, here you go. This is probably about yeah. three minutes of video worth of uh, scrubs right here. All 500. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that, like, uh, medical role play is, is probably in the top five most common uh, costumes worn to elicit some kind of romantic What are the sensation. other four? Uh, people in positions of authority. Uh, I think police officers would probably be number one. Okay. Uh, a lot of people either want, well, I, I oh, wouldn't teacher. even say, like, it's, like, stereotypical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got, like, the sexy teacher. Um, it, it does. Do you also encompass like a uh, sexy like uh like schoolgirl in uh, that as well? Falls into like, the teacher. That... It's like a general education. General education. <laughs> it's like the most uh <laughs> uh just like the least sexy descriptors for this site. And it was like educational yeah. fields. I was like, oh, okay. Like, what am I applying for a job? You got cop. Could yeah. be a doctor. Yeah. Uh, education. <laughs> just job descriptions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Oh well, yeah. Certainly, the public service sector. I mean, I want to give back. That's pretty. Yeah, I guess important. you always got like the plumber slash pizza pizza delivery. Oh, that's that's for like the lazy folks. It's like, well, wait a second. We want to role play. Like, yeah, but we don't have <laughs> yeah. any costumes. Like, just put a pizza box in his hand. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, what if we want him to be? You know, like, what if there's no pizza in this? What if there's no delivery? I don't know. Like, what if it's during a pandemic and somebody still needs their plumbing worked on? Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. Just put him in dirty clothes. And <laughs> I'm here to fix the pipes. It's like, well, where's your tools? I forgot God, them. <laughs> I don't have any tools now. This is a this is a tough time for all of us. We're making do with what if we have. I can't have. fix it with my hands and my dick, it's not meant to be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I just got this, this weird mental image of a doctor coming in to do <laughs> surgery, and they're like not wearing anything. They're just like, we ran out of scrubs. Like, I don't want to bring in contaminated but, clothing. But, but where are your tools? <laughs> Where's your scalpel? Don't need that either. If I can't perform <laughs> surgery with my hands and my dick, surgery is not worth doing. <laughs> 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 doctor, doctor, you put your dick in her chest cavity. One more second. Jesus. <laughs> the heart's almost been transplanted. Do you want to do this surgery? Are you the doctor? Did you go to seven years of medical school in order to put your dick in the chest cavity? <laughs> 
<laughs> no! Keep your mouth shut, nerds! <laughs> and then somebody comes in the door with like a box of these crusty scrubs, and they're just like, hey guys, we can. We can oh my god! <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh. That's Damn. great. Uh, th- and this all took place. Was this a this is a UK That's thing? Huh? Medical license. What? Um. Yeah. This looks like the UK thing. The UK thing. Uh, south uh, of England. Yeah. Many of its members were forced to being worked with without. Why does it say without inadequate protection? Probably. Oh, so it's like they didn't even have inadequate protection. Like they were that far gone. Mm. Like they they didn't have sufficient protection. They didn't have inadequate protection. They had nothing. nothing. They had nothing but their naked bodies. <laughs> naked bodies. <laughs> They're just like, I'm going into surgery. <laughs> Nurse, scrub me. I was like, we don't have any. I scrub my body. I have to be clean. <laughs> scrub me. I don't have any. Scrub me. Scrub my body. <laughs> scrub me up. Uh, that's great. I think the I think the silver lining is self-explanatory. Yeah. Like, hey. This is some fetish sites stepping up to yeah. the plate. You know, they're they're helping out in a way that, uh, you know, other religious congregations aren't. I'm just gonna leave yeah. it at that. When in doubt, <laughs> shit on religion. That's uh, right. It's kind of our go-to here for those of you that are well, listening for the yeah, first time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we just kind of and anything that is traditionally seen as a respected institution. In our society, we just we just kind of shit shit all over it. Yeah, and it, and it, if it's a bit if it takes you back at first, you know, don't worry, give it a chance. We'll grow yeah. on you, kind of like some kind of uh, sexually amorphous blob on a medical fetish site scrub. Yeah. There you go. You know, yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of us right there. Uh, so speaking of um, of sexy things. I I wouldn't well what the fuck what am I saying? Of course I've watched like uh, some kind of medical role play pornography before. I'm sure we've all stumbled upon it at some time or another. Oh, been there. Uh, but I definitely haven't posted it during a town hall meeting. Uh, I usually try to keep uh, business where business is supposed to be located. And when it comes to Ann Ashford, let's see where is Ann Ashford. It's Omaha. Oh, Omaha's yeah. Nebraska? That's right. Yeah. Uh, so they were having a, a virtual town hall meeting. Good for them for having a virtual town hall meeting because it's exactly what you need to do in these types of times. Right. We're all trying. In case you haven't noticed. To keep yeah. <laughs> distance. Yep. Uh, then, of course, you have to. You got to phone it in. And these folks were about to start the town hall meeting. But the beginning of the a meeting was halted because somebody was posting pornography. Yeah, but the thing is, so I'm looking at the article, and I don't even know who was posting it. So they were using Zoom. Have you ever used the Zoom app before? No, I haven't used it's it. It's like the new FaceTime or group chat. It's like a group video chat thing that is really mm-hmm. popular right now in these times. Mm-hmm. And apparently someone logged into the Zoom chat. And mm-hmm. according to Eric Aspengren, a spokesperson for the Ashford's campaign, said, It was a Russian name. We just shut it down immediately because we didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's exactly what it seems like. Uh, they got hacked. I, I don't think that they have a particularly robust or, um, uh, I don't know, complex security network in order to avoid people from getting into their chats mm-hmm. um, if this kind of stuff is happening. I mean, it's a bit of cyclical reasoning for you here, but uh, that, that's exactly what's 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 happened. You know, these people weren't secure. Somebody waltzed in and like, I'll play a little funny joke. And then they start posting whatever kind of, you know, nasty, like, horse fucking a lady kind of right. stuff that they can what, think of. Yeah, I've never used the uh, Zoom app before myself, but from what I understand is you have to have, uh, like, an invite. Like, if I had a Zoom chat going, I would text Ooh. you my invite thing, and then you would click my invite, and then you'd be able to join in on the chat. Like, it's not just, like, a big open thing so i don't know how some random jerk off would have gotten it so what you're telling me is that one of the town hall members invited a russian hacker to be a part of the town hall meeting this is a conspiracy that's what i'm saying is like it doesn't make fucking sense to me I, i think it makes perfect sense this is exactly what they want to do they were just like you know what i'm at home i don't want to do the stupid town hall meeting i would rather just I don't know, involve some type of Russian hacker and they can just post pornography and delay the meeting indefinitely. Well, so, Sounds good I to mean, me. I guess since it was a town hall, maybe the Zoom thing was open to the public mm. of like anyone could hop in to watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like they want to involve the community, of course. That's pretty important. Yeah. And then then the community was, you know, some random bored 13-year-old kid was like, I'm going to post porn in here. And to make it more interesting, I'm going to give myself... I'm going to use Russian letters to give myself a username. Uh, that way they'll think I'm Russian. And then I'll perpetuate the Russiagate scandal. And mm. post-porn. Well, Two birds, one stone. Later, later on in the article, it's, it's talking about uh, Ashford's campaign uh, as, as it relates to her husband, who is a former representative, uh, Brad Ashford of Nebraska. And apparently his campaign email was hacked by russians in 2016 hmm. at least i mean that's what he claims i don't i don't know if it's 100 percent accurate i mean like hell like any person who is determined and has any kind of intelligence regarding hacking technologies they're they're gonna get where they want to go like yeah. <laughs> it was like, it, it's it's amazing that people can't dedicate uh their time to uh, more contributive, uh, or I don't know what's what's the term I'm looking for. Uh, something that is going to positively affect humanity rather than something is just going to sow chaos and discontent. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, do you think it was something like Pretty Plain Jane? Um, which I guess I mean that, that's constantly changing. The needle is constantly moving is as to point? what is what is normal pornography. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, it was probably like, oh, you know, like, uh, mother, uh, you know, stepmother meets son, you know, and that's pretty, that's pretty normal for today's porn standards. Oh, stepmother meets son, that seems innocuous. Oh my God, what is this? Yeah. (laughs) You, you, you stumble across like one of the actual, (laughs) wait a second, this looks homemade. Oh no, 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 no. (laughs) Back, 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 back. Yeah. I, I. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, it's, it's. I mean, it's 
in a childish way it's a little bit funny you know which is usually our our brow of humor right the fact that someone well it's funny that people would get offended by it like if everybody would just like be like oh well that's weird um you guys just want to wait till this is over? I mean, like, you guys can, like, log out and log back in if you guys yeah. are offended by it. Just, like, fuck it. But it's the fact that, like, our culture is so anal retentive oh, yeah. and shuns anything that has to do with nudity or sexuality right. that it makes us uncomfortable. And in that case, it is funny mm-hmm. because then you're like, look at it. Like, it's a penis that's not your husband yeah. or something. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, oh, come I on. Put a, what the I, fuck? I put this little picture in here and, and I completely destroyed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you were having a, a fine and dandy day at home in quarantine, and one porn video later, well, whatever. They're probably na- watching some of the nastiest stuff. <laughs> oh, they probably got got it in like a little tab open right beside their their town hall chat. Just every time it gets bored, they just click on it. Yeah. Just gotta make sure this is nice and muted. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if people weren't so inattentive, and we weren't just. Not obviously not us, you and I. We are not offended by it. But if our society wasn't just so sex adverse, I'm just be like, oh, huh, yeah. weird. It's, you know, it's a good time to make some jokes. People, like you got yeah. all the time in the world. People probably wouldn't. Yeah, if people didn't get offended so easily, people probably wouldn't go out of the way to post it in the first place. You know what I mean? If people's mm-hmm. response was just like, huh, really? It's the best you got. <laughs> You know. Yeah, embarrassment serves no real function. Yeah. Like it, it, shame is an interesting tool when used against people that are are prone to feel shameful. But if you if you are shameless, like you can't you, you can't encourage people with that, right? Or you can't discourage people with that in the instance that you're trying to disrupt that town hall meeting from uh I guess continuing or happening or maybe you have a a, a point that you're trying to make. Maybe it's just like these these Kekistanians, yeah. you know, like <laughs> you know these people that are just like sowing the seeds of chaos for the sake of doing so. so if that's the case, like I mean, uh, kudos to them, you know. Just like the same story, like I appreciate your tenacity to detail. That's good. Yep. You know, good for you guys. Way to stay uh, true to faith. Yep. To your character, I like it. Yep. Well, you keep keep posting, keep posting your pawns. Yeah, if you're not ready for people to uh, post porn into your virtual chat, you know, don't open your virtual chat to the public. You know, yeah, you, just you don't. Yeah, yeah. If you're not accepting of the general view of the of the of the public, don't involve them. Yeah. Just just don't fucking involve yeah. them. Just make it your own little like weird little waspy kind of aristocracy yeah. <laughs> where you're ignoring everyone else's opinion. You pretend that nobody looks at porn and you know, whatever yeah. else. Yeah. Like, if you can't handle, uh, like first I suggest starting yeah. with, uh, releasing your videos on YouTube. And if you can't handle the YouTube comments, then you probably shouldn't yeah. open yourself to the public. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause, just don't talk to anyone outside of your general of social circle. Get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, wait till the YouTube mods or whoever is, you know, whatever kind of algorithm they have for that. It's like, this is not conducive to a positive public discussion, you know. <laughs> wait, wait till that bot just kind of like glosses over all those comments before you go down and read them and people just tear you apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what this town hall meeting needs? A bit of pornography. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's not what it needs. I'm trying to get stuff done here. Yeah. What's the silver lining, Jimmy? What you got? Uh, 
silver lining is that I'm in Nebraska, so I don't pause. Yeah, man. Go back. I'm not in Nebraska, so I don't have to learn anything about this person. But you talking about the Ashford person? Yeah, I don't have to learn about him. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I, I mean, I, I think it. Uh... Hmm. I I spend lots of time trying to figure out who I'm am and not supposed to hate in politics and this is one person that i don't have to i don't have to waste my time on because i i don't live in nebraska yeah is there not one of your representatives yeah i don't to worry about it mm-hmm. yeah what would you what would you do if you could like vote for other representatives like maybe Oof. maybe there would be some kind of like voting system in which you were able to vote in like every primary like across every state Dude, be uh <laughs> be a long weekend yeah well they just they just have like people standing at the door and you just have to like answer one simple question about them uh like you'd be like well i'm here to vote and be like, okay well uh you know you know how many pages that would be yeah it, it would be pretty nutty like you can't guarantee that people wouldn't just be like straight ticket you know <laughs> just gonna, i'm gonna vote yeah, for whoever no, is not the horrible. other guy i would hate that yeah it would be pretty terrible um god i have a hard enough time with my own politicians you like type their names in the Google mm-hmm. and you can't find anything online about them except for their own personal website. It's just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. I'd imagine that's a bit skewed. Yeah. Not entirely accurate. Uh, definitely seeing the, uh, the, the, the best of what they have to offer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They, they want to like change the world for the better. That sounds great. Yeah, exactly. That's basically everyone's fucking website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, change you can believe in. Everyone, yeah, changing and believing. Okay. Hope and change and awesome. So I got to choose between changing and believing or hope and change and awesome. Well, I like believing and I like changing, but I also like awesome. You should just like, I'd be like Jimmy Horn running for the office of the president of the United States. Fucking A, he's cool. You know, just some, <laughs> yeah. something super, super simple. It doesn't have anything to do with hope or change or whatever. It's just like, this guy's a badass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Don't believe me? Come fight him. I don't know. <laughs> don't believe me. Don't. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, let's see. What's the next story here? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about balls. We're going to talk about stone balls. So um, balls. this uh, the coronavirus is leading people to do some things that are, are relatively unusual for their character. So, I guess good. Um, yeah, it really Question is good. Mark. I mean, in this instance, uh, somebody who was, uh, who was a, a, a thief, uh, a thief of ancient artifacts, very, very valuable old artifacts, yeah. um, they uh they gave it back. Um now whether or not they should have given it back, I don't really care. I mean like it's a it's a rock. It's a stone. Yep. It's a big it's a spherical dimpled stone. Uh it doesn't It's a it's a lumpy circle. It's a lumpy circle. Probably it looks like a cannonball but made out of rock. Yeah, but see the interesting part about it is this was a ballista stone and a ballista for anybody that's aware of such a thing is like this gigantic crossbow except it would launch, you know, these big huge like harpoon like things, except in the instance that they had stones that they were shooting out of these yeah, fuckers. 
I've never seen a ballista that launched rocks. I've always seen the ones that shoot the harpoon. The big harpoony things, yeah. yeah. Well, this is this is because this is around 70, Two, 70 BC. Yeah. So, wait, no, 70 CE. Isn't that B? So that's after. Wait, right? see, Common Era? Yeah. Oh, so BC's before Common Era, yeah. Okay, so Common Era, is that is that like AD? Year 70. An- yeah. Anno Dominion, yeah. Or Anno Anno Domini. Uh, in the year of our Lord, no, common era. Seven years past. And they would waste a whole bunch of wood constructing these gigantic slingshots. And uh, then they would hurl these stones at the enemy uh, through the use of manpower via slaves. While, oh, yeah. while all these legionnaires and and well armored folks with big shields and weapons would just watch the workers who had no protective equipment on. <laughs> no, there's just these these like half naked men yep. just just work just working it, just working it. Yeah. These sweaty dudes just working the ballista, just fucking rolling all over it and twisting the thing and making it work. Yeah, I'm sure it was very dangerous, this yeah. primitive giant launching machine that if you yeah. had your hand and or body in the wrong place at the wrong time, you lost a hand and or body part. Yeah, and, and they would just be like, well, it's part of it. You know, it's part of the machine. Hey, all right, it... put the broken slave with all the other broken slaves, and it's like drag yeah. you over to a hole in the ground, and people are just screaming, <laughs> ah! Put him in the slave hole. <laughs> sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose an arm. <laughs> Uh, so this ballista stone is pretty cool. Like, even though it's just a fucking rock, and it really is just a fucking rock, uh, that rock has possibly killed people. That has, oh yeah, like soul-filled blood on it. Yeah, pretty weird. It's got murder written all over mm-hmm. it. You think that's why some people are interested in like ancient weapons because it's like it like contains this like entropic soul of someone that it's killed. And it's, I think that's why gun nuts love guns so much. No, yeah, <laughs> especially he's got like some like notches on the on the stock. It's like oh, that's taking life for sure, man. But th- see, the difference between a gun and a ballista stone. A gun shoots cartridges. Those bullets leave. Right. The bullets never go the back bullets in the gun. Do the work. Yeah. Yeah, this ballista stone, stone does the that ballista stone has smashed into people, and it has smashed into things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, we assume. We assume. That. I don't know. I mean, I don't think ballistas are very accurate, so oh, yeah. it could have been one on one of the fail rocks, one of the many fail rocks that were launched and just ran, landed in some random-ass fucking place and never did anything. Yeah. So yeah. this guy just like so, picked it up out of his backyard. I mean, like it's pretty pretty standard in, in yeah. that area of the country to just I mean, find like it, you know armaments and munitions. Should these rocks go for? You know, I I could make you one if you really wanted one. I really do. Could I have one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Five thousand dollars. No, 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 no. I can't afford that. <laughs> it's a little, little bit pricey. How about you steal one for me? Four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. I hear that the rise of the coronavirus has led to a surplus of these ballista stones being returned. So really? you could just besides this one, uh, no, it's the only one. 
So the surplus is it's one. It's the most I've ever heard of, okay? We have a surplus of one. <laughs> so this guy wanted to clear his conscience. Do you think that he was nervous there was going to be, uh, like, divine retribution brought down upon probably. him or his house? Yeah, he's probably, yeah. So this uh, story takes place in Israel, so he's probably uh, a religious Jew that was like, oh, no. I'm going to die, and they don't even have heaven, so I don't know what he was worried about. But yeah, the Jewish equivalent—I don't even think they have hell either. What What do they have? I, I think there's like some weird thing that because like the the Jews are waiting for the Messiah to come, right? They mm. just don't believe the Messiah has come yet. Yeah, and that when the Messiah does come, I think all the Jews are going to get out of their graves and I guess party with the Messiah. Uh, we're... I'm not Jewish. <laughs> I could be wrong. I do want to be messianic Jew, but I'm not. I'm also not Baptist, so I don't know. Wait, you're not Baptist? No. I'm surprised. <laughs> I <hate you> so <laughs> much. Uh, yeah, they should all get out and party like it's uh, Woodstock. Yeah, sounds pretty and, fun. And and that's just me, like trying to recall off of my head the last time I read about Jewish uh, afterlife. So I could be completely wrong, and all our Jewish listeners can uh, correct us in the comments or whatever. But anyway, uh, so I guess he the the person wanted to make sure he was a good Jewish person, <laughs> so he could go and party with the Messiah whenever that happens. You're a good Jewish person. Yeah, success. <laughs> You're absolved. Yeah. It's like he's standing there at the not pearly gates. I don't know. Whatever kind of imagery works for you. Yeah. And he's standing there, and, and St. Peter, the Jewish equivalent, is looking at him, and he's just like, okay, well, look, you know, like we got this book here. It contains all the good well, and bad things that you've done. And uh, you were neutral up until you stole that fucking ballista stone, and you knew it wasn't your ballista stone. You picked it up. You wantonly picked it up, and you took it for yourself, even though you knew that people are interested in that kind of shit because it has the blood of humans on it. I don't know why they're interested in it, but they wanted it in a museum, and you took it for yourself. And you know what? I was about to send your ass to Jewish hell or whatever the equivalent is, but... You gave it back, and that puts you back to neutral again. Congratulations. Congratulations. You made it. Welcome. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. You left the seat up. You left the seat up. You're going to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wah, wah. Wah, wah. No. Damn it. Well, I mean, the silver lining is obviously that we have a restored, uh, internationally recognized, important artifact, right? I like it. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We can all look at this lumpy rock. I mean, it is lumpy. Heavily dimpled. Like cellulite. It's wonderful. All right. So this next story here uh, is, once again, about, you guessed it, COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, people. You want the some escapism? Time. Fuck you. We don't have any of that for you. We don't have it. We can only escape through how odd these stories are, yeah. and they're not—they're not uniquely centrally focused on COVID nineteen, but it is people reacting in a world that has COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not the sole focus of the story, but it it plays a part in it. Gosh, and this so. this story is so short, despite the fact that it has a lot of twists and turns. So many questions. Oh yeah, it's weird. Like that, that's how these stories we're, always we're fucking. We're gonna be filling in the blanks for you guys, even though we don't we don't have the information. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. so here we go. You, you literally you could almost just read it all. 
Yeah, we had this uh, this guy who was quarantined. Uh, yes. In Tamil Nadu, where is that? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, treated in Madurai. Oh, Sri Lanka. No, 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 no. Okay. no. After he returned from Sri Lanka. Uh, I guess Tamil Nadu's a place. Hey, you know what? Fuck it. We're not. We're not geographers. We're not geographers. I don't, I don't okay. Do if you shit. care about Tamil Nadu, you go look up where yeah, the fuck that whatever. is. Whatever. No one cares. Okay, so this guy was quarantined. He runs out of his house, but naked. And he starts biting a woman, and he bites her until she until she fucking dies. Well, yeah. Well, she was admitted to a hospital, so she didn't immediately die. Well, yeah, we bit her in her neck, man. Yeah. So, thirty-five dude naked runs out. Oh man! Sees the first eighty-year-old woman he sees runs over, bites her in the neck. Somehow, <laughs> wait, he did. Gets... It's, it says like later in the article, it's like on Friday he disrobed himself, ran from his home, <laughs> he tripped and fell a hundred meters from his home, <laughs> and target. Like, did he just like <laughs> fall for a hundred meters straight? <laughs> Of just like, like one of those like shitty cartoons, uh, like a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. He just like fell like down a cliff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Classically ambiguous English prepositional phrase. Uh, targeted and the then, elderly woman who is sitting outside her house. So I guess he was just so like, like whoa, whoa, whoa. Like he like falls, and then someone's in front of their house. Or is like, hey, are you okay? You fell like a hundred meters. I live, I live underneath this cliff here in my house. Are you okay? Yeah, and he's like, I'm ready to bite some necks. And then he ran over and started biting her, and then she died. Oh, man. So a murder case has been filed against him. That's totally understandable. What's not understandable is all of the blanks. Well, How did so we get here? according to the 35-year-old man's family, after he had returned from Sri Lanka, he was stressed about losses. His business suffered there and his mental health deteriorated it's it, it deteriorated because he didn't have a support system like he was he was too far away from his family uh is that is that it i mean like, he's just he's I just like he, I'm, I I'm crazy he, i think he was around his and family. i'm getting crazy by the minute i think he returned from sri lanka to be near his family mm, man and he's going nuts he like he's stuck in his house he's in home quarantine with a mental illness that is steadily getting out of hand up to the point that he's just like, I can't fucking do this anymore and just busts out of his house and takes all his clothes off. I mean, it is a freeing sensation. It's always a freeing sensation when you take all your clothes off at once. I don't know about doing it in public whenever you're outside, uh, but I'm sure it's it's even more freeing than that, especially if you're just like, oh, fuck it, I don't care anymore. You know, like, People can see this is this is me. This is me in my birthday suit. This is how I was born. It's how I'm gonna die. Yada yada yada. Uh, yeah. So he takes all his clothes off and he's tripping and falling all over the place. Maybe because he's trying to take his pants off and they get like caught on his leg. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> you, know, you can't you can't run with your pants around your ankles. So he's trying to kick those fuckers off. And uh, and then after a while, I was like, yeah, I bet <laughs> you know he says he targeted the elder woman. I bet the elder woman was was talking shit to him. <laughs> Be like, put your clothes on, you piece of shit. Yeah, you piece of shit. You're ugly. Your dick's small. Like it was like, hey, yeah. and take it easy. I saw. It. What are you gonna do yeah. about it, you little pansy ass bitch? What are you? <laughs> put your clothes on. <laughs> God, what's wrong with you kids these days? You're stupid. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Please no, don't do it. Well, yeah, the only thing that's gonna get me to stop making fun of you is you bite me right here in the neck. <laughs> here in the neck. I bet you won't. Bet you won't. Yeah, I bet you won't do it. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then bit her in the neck, of course, and blah, dead. Ah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even seem real. It's so uh, outlandish. But, you know, I guess on a planet with uh, many billions of people, anything is possible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the sheer variety of individuals' mental states is pretty fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's such a nuanced topic. Uh, you, you, don't, uh, you don't really hear, uh, hear about it unless uh, you, you happen to be in the general vicinity of a psychologist. Uh, and I happen to have some friends that are, are clinical psychologists. Uh, and mm-hmm. and uh, there's, I mean, there, there are some mental illnesses that will absolutely ravage an individual. Uh, so it's interesting that murder is what is being filed against this guy. Uh, I would not doubt at all that he would probably be able to claim uh, mental health issues as the reason for what's happened here. And he's just... I don't know. He becomes sequestered in some type of a, a asylum equivalent. Oh, that's pretty sad. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like, he, he, he lost his mental health battle and they put him away because there's, our society doesn't know how to handle individuals like that. They just like stick him in a house and it's like, oh, well, you know, like we have to afford you the same freedoms as everybody else. It's like, yeah, but he's not like everybody else. He's not, right. he's not normal. He's not. He's not like everybody else. <laughs> Square peg, round hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, quit trying to force him into it. Like you, you need him. You need to make some uh, some improvements for the system to incorporate individuals like that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. You got a silver line for uh, Manicondon? Uh, do you? I mean, maybe that he's taken off the street. Like, it's unfortunate that this uh, this woman has died as a result of her injuries. Uh, I mean, maybe the silver lining here is that he didn't injure more people on this rampage. Uh, that he's he's been marked as someone who's unable to uh, freely dictate how he is to spend his days independently. So yep. now he has a state watching over him. Uh, or you know something to that effect. I guess that's fair. Yeah, maybe. Uh, speaking of the state watching over you, I mean GameStop. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> the state of Massachusetts was trying to watch over GameStop, mm-hmm. but GameStop cannot be. Stopped. They cannot be stopped. As uh, they say, they're like they're selling stuff through the door. I mean, they're like fucking drug dealers. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. They, like they like somebody goes to the door and like knocks on it, like, and the guy's hey, like shiftily. Yeah, he like looks side to side, like come around back, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they go around back, and he's like, "You got the money?" He's like, "Yeah, you got the goods." And he's like, "Yeah, I got the goods. Why don't you see it? Let me see that green first. And he's like, "Okay, here you go." And he's like, "All right, count of three. You're gonna put that money on the on the floor. I'm gonna yeah. hand this to you, and then I'm gonna take my glove off and I'm gonna throw it a hundred feet that way." <laughs> yeah, it's like he puts like the I don't know the Nintendo Switch or insert game system puts it on the floor and then like kicks it over yeah. to the person. What the fuck, man? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Oh, I'm what sorry. Did you, you want the do you want the warranty on that? <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. They're like, no, don't step any closer. You got to give it back over to me. Yeah, you're already past like, the line of liability, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch. Uh, sorry, we can't sell it like that. So this is Massachusetts, huh? That's what it says. Okay, so they were claiming that the folks that worked at GameStop were essential laborers. <laughs> so they asked them to come essential. in. And they want to like wrap up their hands with like plastic bags. <laughs> GameStop to employees, wrap your hands in plastic bags and go back to work. Yeah, man, GameStop is something. They don't so I was talking to Jimmy before we started the podcast. Maybe we'll have a little bit a little bit of tidbit on like a pre show show. Uh, but it, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's good work. Like you just sitting there waiting for somebody to come up and ask you some asinine question about a game system that you'd like to dig into, maybe get a little bit intellectual with, but all they are is a grandmother asking to buy their privileged eight year old, a game system or something like that. He's like, which one's best for me? It was like, well, you could get this one or this one or this one. And this one plays these games and that one runs at that speed. And they're like, oh, okay, which one plays on the television? You know, uh, so it's like they they, they're like passion is cut off in the onset because the only people that are coming to a store like that are people that don't know much about games (laughs) and if they if they do come they're they're there and they're like there for a split second to discuss the game while they're checking out and then they leave to go play the game because that's what people do that play games (laughs) they're not out there to socialize and you know get their little interactions in they want to buy the game. They want to leave. They want to go home. Yada yada yada. I mean, maybe this is exactly what GameStop needed. They just have like a little like they're like, like a drive by. Thank box. God. Yeah. <laughs> finally, this entire business model has been shit because we've had people come in and walk around. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We didn't want that. That's the last thing we needed. Uh, so now they just do all their exchanges at the door. Um, uh, I saw a comment. Uh, one one of the first responding to this is the Boston Globe, um, and somebody was basically saying that it was totally fine that they regarded themselves as essential because as long as people were willing to work and that those people wanted money, they should be allowed to work. Does that sound about right? I mean, the willing to work is yeah. uh, that's 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 relative, right? It was like more like willing <laughs> yeah. to keep food on the table for themselves <laughs> yeah. and their families. Yeah, exactly. It's not like people are intentionally like, oh boy, really wish I was at GameStop today. This is my life's (laughs) purpose, to sell used video games to people. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh man, to to be a company shill for uh, an organization that doesn't give a shit about me. Can't wait to make $10 an hour, Mm -hmm. even though I'm 35 years old. Pretty great. uh, And... uh, Get to watch kids scream and throw all the cases on the ground, and then I get to go and put them back up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Love my life. Yeah, it, it seems pretty rough. Uh, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Oh, basically, that's Texas a pass for me. Yeah, I bet they're getting all kinds of business though. I mean, that's 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 pretty smart. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, any place that can somehow finagle its way into being uh, air quotes essential is going to get sweet, sweet business because uh, many businesses aren't open and uh, aren't available to the public. So it's kind of a dealer's choice of 
what places are. And so then you have the contradictory whole issue of there's limited choices of places that are open. So the places that are still open are going to receive more business, more amounts of people gathering there, higher risk of transmitting disease, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. Like, I, like I, yeah, I don't know. Mm. So... <laughs> let's all gather really close at the last five stores that are open in town yeah. that seems like a real good idea to me uh -huh. this kind of reminds me of instacart uh, i mean it's a, a similar situation in which you have uh, a, a company that is hardly compensating folks for their service oh, yeah. And, oh yeah, like Uber or uh, yeah. Lyft or you, you, insert. You're gonna gig economies gig are the worst. Job. Yeah, because like oh, yeah. your your paycheck. Uh, I mean, at least in the modern day, is not simply you know what they offer you whenever like like the paycheck is not. That's not what you're getting paid, right? You're primarily getting paid in health insurance and the ability to have some type of retirement plan. Right, like those; those are the things that that really are going to right. affect you later on in life, and if you get in yeah. some kind of terrible circumstance. Uh, right, but gig gig work gives you none of gig that. Gig work gives you none of that, so you're you're basically not making money. I mean, like you're you're right. just like you're skating by, and in the instance that you're working for Instacart or something like that, you're doing the most dangerous type of work in today's economy. You know, this type of courier work in which you're you're being uh, exposed to all number of packages and and individuals uh, that have handled those packages, uh, you're not getting paid shit to do it. Like, I mean, no duh, they're going to go on strike. No duh, they're going to stop working. Like, thank God I mean, somebody's got it. Yeah, I mean, I wish there was more people going on strike, but yeah, there have been some wildcat strikes. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Some, I think maybe a handful of, or a couple of Amazon work uh, warehouses and other places but i don't know yeah i mean if, if if there was ever a time to go on strike now's the time mm -hmm. because uh you've got the economy by the balls mm -hmm. there's not a lot of options if you've been deemed essential you are the beating heart that is the economy and if your employer doesn't give a shit about you and says something to the kin of wrap your hands in plastic bags and go back to work yeah uh now's the time to talk with your your fellow coworkers. get get in contact with uh i don't know local labor unions and other people that can uh, help you out and tell you the right way to do a uh do a strike and uh give them hell figure out what you want and uh now's the time to ask for it yeah hell yeah yeah take take advantage of the situation like that's great that's a silver lining to all this Jimmy. like this <laughs> yeah. this gives you a, a hell of a lot of bargaining power as Seriously. as an average person who is experiencing oh, yeah. a job loss or or who is um you know fighting for your your workers rights absolutely yeah for sure man participatory economics something something i don't know <laughs> insert random blah <laughs> well i tell you what um you know if if we've said anything in this uh in this podcast is jarring enough to you for you to respond to us. Uh, you know, you want to correct us on something. Religion's dumb. Religion's dumb. Then yeah, let us know. Uh, please, please, please respond to us. 
And uh, you can do so at uh, these places. Uh, Jimmy, where could I do that? All right. If you are interested in getting in contact with us, you can do so by emailing us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also tweet at us on the Twitter at cynicempowerme1. Or you can go and like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment and send us a message through there. We would love to hear from you. It would mean a lot to us. And uh, if you've got some free time, please, for the love of God, like and review the show. It helps other people find it. Hell yeah. Uh, And if you can't find it, so help me God, I'm going to run out of my house and I'm going to strip naked and I'm going to find you and bite you in your neck. And then I'm going to run out of my house naked, (laughs) screaming that I need scrubs and that I'm going to perform open heart surgery on you with my threat. (laughs) 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 Dealer's choice. Do you want open heart dick surgery or do you want to get bit in the neck by Tim? (laughs) Pick your poisons now. (laughs) Pretty good. Either way, it's going to be better than that stupid Easter bash. Yeah, don't don't go to that. It's not gonna be like Woodstock. It's gonna be lame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not gonna be any drugs. No, I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Only the uh, I don't know. I don't have any jokes. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out of jokes. I'm out of jokes. <laughs>